Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Oh my gosh, that was um, Tamala Man. I can only imagine. I hope I can. I got things going on this morning. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. How y'all doing? Oh my goodness. Feel like ringing bells and all of that this morning. How y'all doing this morning? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with your girl, who, L-M-J. It is Friday and we are back in this thing this morning. And I hope you are ready and prepared and willing. And I left my headsets, I guess at home, somebody took them out of my back. Willing and able this morning. Uh, I definitely am. I'm excited about God. I'm excited about what God is doing in our lives. And I feel a freedom coming. I don't know if you do, but I definitely feel a freedom coming, a freedom that can only come in Christ Jesus, one that can only come from above. And so I've learned my God, what a word. I have learned not to put my confidence in things of this world, but to put my confidence in him because I know without a doubt, he is the one who sustains me. He is the one that has me. And so I'm learning to put my full, I see my auntie. Y'all don't know how I feel about my aunts. Like, and my, they like my surrogate mothers, my God. Um, <laughs> I've learned to put my full confidence, my full weight on him, because when I've trusted in anything else other than him, then I promise you I've been set up for failure. And I think a lot of times we put our confidence or more confidence in men or in women and in other people. And then when they don't produce what we need them to produce. We feel frustrated or we feel overwhelmed or we feel consumed. And the Lord is like, no, I just need you to put your your trust in me. I just need you to put your trust in me. I need you to believe in me. I need you to believe that I'm the one, that I'm the true God. I'm the one true King. And so I think that's why uh, people ask me, hey, Blue, people ask me all the time, like, where does your strength come from? And it's because I've put my trust in God that I just made a decision to put him first, put him before, oh, good morning, baby, from last night, put him before and above everything. And if I put him in before, ab above and before everything, then I ain't got to worry about man disappointing me. 
I ain't got to worry about man disappointing me. I ain't got to worry about man failing me because I know man will fail. He's a man. He's human. He's in flesh. But I know the God that loves me doesn't fail me. He's not going to leave me. He's not going to forsake me. He's not going to lie to me. His promises are yes and amen. And I can trust that more than anything. And that's where my resolve comes from. And that's where my strength comes from. Because people will say to me all the time, oh my gosh, you're so strong, but I'm strong in him right? I'm not strong in Lakeisha. I'm strong in him. And then wherever I'm weak, he makes me strong. And I think that's where we make the mistake. We put ourselves in a position and we rely on our own strength and we rely on the, the strength of others. And then when those things don't line up or they fail us or they don't seem right or they seem consuming, then we become consumed and we become disappointed and we become overwhelmed. And it's because we put too much thought and trust into people. Like you, we put too much trust and thought, thought into people and consume and they're working. That's a word for somebody this morning. And they're working and processing out their own life. They're working out their own life. They're working out their own circumstance. They're working out their own situations. And so in him is where I've learned uh, to put my trust. You know, I've learned there's an old song that said, learn to put my trust in Jesus. I've learned to put my trust in him because putting my trust in him, I'm just never disappointed. Um, even when it seems like things aren't working or aren't perfect, I'm never disappointed because I know I can trust him to come. God is the God to come through. And I can just trust God to come through when I can't trust anyone else. And he just has a way of putting it all together, making it all right, and putting it all posi in position in such a way that I can't fail. So if that, if that for anybody this morning, take the responsibility off man, take the responsibility off your kids, take the responsibility off anybody that you think owes you anything. My God, take that responsibility off anybody that you think, as a matter of fact, just release them this morning, release the list of people that you have had in place saying that these list of people, oh, well, they owe me because I was a good parent or you owe me because I was a good spouse. Get out of that old mentality. Take the responsibility off of people. We put so much emphasis and responsibility on people to fulfill our need that we're not allowing God to get in place to fulfill and meet our needs. And we have desires. There's nothing wrong with the desires. There's nothing wrong with the connections. There's nothing wrong with the relationships. We're all interrelated. We're all interconnected. We're all interdependent. We're supposed to be. But where the problem comes in is when we set people at the place of God. When we set people in place of God, when we put people in position um, in place of God and they're there and then when they do something wrong, we're so upset or we feel like life has ended. And God was like, I never intended for them to be God in your life anyway. I never intended for them to be God. They didn't have the capacity to do for you what you thought they had the capacity to do for you. And yes, he gets blessings uh, um, to us through other people, right? But he's like, they didn't have the capacity. 
to do what you thought they were going to do anyway. They didn't have that strength. They didn't have the endurance. So take the responsibility off people. And I promise you, it'll keep you from being disappointed when something doesn't move or someone doesn't move like you're supposed to, when someone doesn't do the things that you're supposed to. Even if you know that that person is supposed to do it, my God, even if you know that person is supposed to do it, even if the God already explained to you, even if you know this is the person you're supposed to be married to, even if you have a certain way that you want your children to act, I'm just telling you, take the responsibility off the people. My God, it is the Holy Ghost, Tamika. I, I know. I'm like, take the responsibility off the people and put the responsibility back on God. We connect to people all the time and then we put them in the position of God and God is like, thou shall have no other God before me. My God, I felt that. Thou shall have no other God before me. Thou shall have nobody in my place. Thou shall have nobody that can do for you what I can do for you. And I think that's when he and Hannah began this exchange, when Hannah realized that the production, my God, of her purpose rested in God, that the seed that she needed rested in God, that what she wanted and desired rested in God, that it wasn't in people that it wasn't in people, that it wasn't in people, that people, that it wasn't in Elkanah. Elkanah had the seed, my God, inside him, but it wasn't until the connection of the Holy Spirit got in place. My God, you can read this, that it began to produce. That means God had to be the third part of this process in order for the manifestation of the blessings to come through. So you got to see this thing a little bit differently. You've been putting so much pressure on yourself. You've been putting so much pressure on other people. My God, that the pressure that you've had on yourself and other people have eliminated God from doing what he needs to do. But he's not interested in anyone else being provider, anyone else being sustainer, anyone else being your giver of life, anyone else buying and taking care. He's not, as a matter of fact, there's some things that he wants to do for you to blow your mind. My God, to blow your mind, to set you apart, to let you understand that he is the one and only true God. Now, now, and I'm saying this because some of y'all will take it to the other extreme and start having an attitude with people and cutting at people and getting at people and yeah, no, that ain't what that's for. Because as a matter of fact, you should have more compassion and love for people when they disappoint you. My God, you should have more compassion and love for people when they disappoint you, because you should be able to recognize that if a person has hurt you, has damaged you, does not honor you, does not love you, does not, I don't know who this is for, does not respect you, then what's going on is there's something in them that's not connected to God, because someone who's connected to God, my God, what a word, the Holy Spirit just flowed this morning, and I'm going to let him do his thing. When someone is 
connected to God, when someone's in position, when someone has the love of God in them, when someone is acting in their right mind, they're not going to do wrong things to you. They're not going to lie to you. They're not going to hurt you. They're not going to mistreat you. So you should have more compassion for someone if you find someone who's treating and acting like that towards you. And the reason is, is because when you're in your right mind, you'll remember all the things that you did. That's a sip tea moment. You'll remember all the things you did. You'll remember all the moments you had. You'll remember all the things that you did wrong. And you won't judge them so harshly. You won't judge. I'm just going to let the Holy Spirit flow. Can I break protocol this morning? We might catch the announcements on the other end. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit flow. And then you'll judge them differently. You'll look at them differently. And the reason that you'll look at them differently is because you'll understand that without a doubt, out that the same thing you were missing, my God, the same thing you were missing, the same thing when you were funky, the same thing when life wasn't good for you, the same choices and bad decisions you made, that is a sealer moment, the same decisions that you made, my God. God, when you made messed up decisions, when you were careless, when you were manipulative, when you treat, treated people bad, them same decisions that you made that they get to work through their process too. So when I'm telling you not to put people before God, this is for you to go on a tangent and start bow, brow beating and knocking everybody around and talking about everybody else and mad about everybody else and see you ain't got no God in you. This is for you to understand God's same love and compassion for you that he has for other people, but that you don't put all your trust in human people who do not have the capability to do what God needs to do for you, to do what God can do for you. If you break that reality, if you guys, there's, there's a scripture that says, trust, trust no man, trust God, putting him in the number one seat making no other idol, making your children not your idol, making your marriage not your idol. Because I need to tell you something. The minute that you put something in his seat, my God, I promise you, is he is a jealous God. And I promise you, all calamity is going to take place. The minute that you put something in his position, something in his place, a relationship, a circumstance, a situation, some money, the minute that you are so consumed with this thing, all hell is going to break loose because you've lost your position and forgotten about the one who provides for you. Does this make sense this morning? Does this make sense this morning? I know that this is the flow of the Holy Ghost. I know that this is the flow of the Holy Ghost. And I think that's where a lot of when we've been dealing with pain, I think this is where a lot of our pain has come from because we put people in the position of God. And God said, thou shall have no other God. Thou shalt have no other God before me. They sh thou shalt have nothing in front of me. Thou shalt have nothing positioned before me. Thou shalt have nothing else in their thoughts more than you have me in your thoughts. Thou shalt have nothing else going on. Nothing, nothing else going on. Paula Williams, when people do me wrong, I bless you. <laughs> 
When people do me wrong, I bless them. I will send you something. I will take you to lunch because I want the thing broken off of me because I don't want to harbor strife and doubt. Some of y'all ain't walked into the promotion and I'm just being honest and the money situations and the different things that you're supposed to walk into because you got strife and all this other stuff going on inside of you and it's hindering the blessings from flowing to you and through you and on you and you like I ain't I'm been confessing and Zakisha told me to sow a seed for debt free and I ain't see nothing manifest but you still harboring old feelings you still holding on to stuff with people you haven't released people let go do you know when you hold on to bitterness and to strife and to all of these other things and let them be the 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 thing in your life they become a god you're idle after pain. People have made pain idols. They'll be like, you know, well, I'm divorced or, you know, I'm widowed or, you know, I'm suffering from cancer. And those things become such an idol. My God, those things become such an idol. You can't even get the freedom you need that occurs at the altar. <laughs> You can't even get the freedom you need that occurs at the altar. You can't even experience what God is trying to do for you. See, there's an exchange that's supposed to occur for you at the altar. There's an exchange. Connie, I appreciate that for that. Ask him to help you. There's an exchange that's supposed to, you can't be worshiping God like you are and studying like you are and committed to 5 a.m.s and up and all this other stuff. You can't do those things, right? And not get the exchange you need. There should be an exchange occurring between you and God on a consistent basis. So if you're really truly casting all your cares, First Peter 5 and 7, cast all your cares, your anxiety on him because he cares for you, right? Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but everything in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request known be known to God and he's going to answer you. If you're really seated, my God, what a word this morning. If you're really seated at the right place with God and you're really releasing your cares and you're really casting your cares on him, my God, then you should be receiving and feeling the release. You should be, 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 but if you're still waiting on people to apologize to you, if you're still waiting on people to make it right with you, if you're still sitting around waiting on people to admit to their mistakes, their problems, their issues, you're going to be in a whole lot of trouble. I hope today is the day that you make the decision. I'm going to release the obligation of people from my life. I'm going to release people. And I'm going to trust God. A lot of times, the Lord showed me something one time. He said, you expect your blessings to come from a certain place because you think it's supposed to come from a specific group of people. I'm the one that determines where your blessings come from. I can make a fish produce for you. And then he took me to the scripture for it. I can make a, a, a fish produce for you. <laughs> My God, I can make a fish produce for you. So I guess the morning, this morning is the morning that we're dealing with our heart because I truly believe Hannah had to get to the altar so she can deal with her heart. Hannah had to get to the altar. Hannah had to get before God so that she could really deal with her heart. She could deal with her heart because a lot of us love God. We want to be right. We want to do the right things. Uh, we've been going to church for a long time. We're trying this thing out if it's new to us, but we've been still holding people hostage for what God needs to do. We've been still expecting so much out of people when it's really what God 
needs to do. See, pray, prayer is the place where you exchange for the supernatural. My God, prayer is the place where you exchange for the supernatural. Prayer is the place. We can go into this. We can go into First Samuel 1. We can keep continue to break this down. When Hannah got to the place where she stood up and she got in prayer, prayer was the place in which she exchanged from the supernatural. Prayer invites God in and simply says to him, I can't do this alone. I can't do this on my own. I wasn't created to carry this. I wasn't designed to carry this. Some of y'all been carrying stuff so heavy, so heavy laden, so burdened, so consumed, and so overwhelmed. You got your kids attached to you on your back. You got your mom and them on your back. You got your finances on your back. You're carrying all of this and it's weighing on you and iniquity is weighing on you and past mistakes are weighing on you. Come on, Holy Ghost. And all that is happening is weighing on you. And God is trying to exchange something and get something to you at the altar. But if you don't release what you're carrying, if you don't let it go out your hands, if you don't move the people out of position, you're not going to be able to do and get what God is trying to do through you and in you. It's not going to manifest because when you get up from the altar, you still leave with it. <laughs> you still leave with it. And the Lord is like, I'm asking you, Matthew 11, 28 and 30, come to me all who are labor, all who are heavy burden, take my yoke upon you. See, I taught on the yoke once. The yoke means you're allowing God to leave. When two oxen, my God, are yoked together, the lead oxen carries the majority. The lead oxen, oxen carries the majority of the pressure and the weight because he's teaching the lesser oxen how to navigate on the farm and plow the field. When the Lord is saying, come unto you, all who are heavy laden, take my rest, take my yoke upon me and learn from me. I'm gentle and lowly in heart and you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He's saying, if you'll exchange this thing, if you'll get in this position, if you'll pray, if you'll allow me and allow this thing to rest in you and on you and let yoke up with me and let me have this and let me take the lead, then the supernatural can set in and do exactly what it's supposed to do for you. But while you're still carrying it, while it's still attached to you, while you still got your mouth on it, while you still speaking about that thing, while you still rehearsing that thing, while you still on that thing, you're not releasing it and you're not receiving the freedom. Some of y'all been frustrated with God thinking it's God still putting burdens on you. And the only reason the burden is still on you is because you still yoked to it. My God, you're still yoked to it. You're still yoked to it. You're still tied to it. You're still carrying it. And the Lord God has said, I'm trying to get this thing off you. I'm trying to release this thing from you. I'm trying to give you what you need. See, at the altar, you're 
at the place of exchange. He's trying to give you the lighter version of this thing. We've made this thing complex. We're consumed in this thing. We're working on this thing. And the Lord is like, if you'll just release this thing to me, my yoke is easy. And I never meant you to be this heavy. I never meant for you to be ridden with this. I never meant you to carry this thing. I never meant it's like pregnancy. I had really different, difficult pregnancies at first, right? I had difficult pregnancies at first. I would have morning sickness and all of this other thing. And then the Lord started teaching me how to pray during my pregnancies and sit even my pregnancy. See, we've associated and allowed things to be too natural to us. We've allowed pain to be too natural to us for too long. We've allowed other things and, and just assume that this is what we were supposed to carry. And we were never supposed to carry this. As a matter of fact, First Thessalonians 5 and 17 says we're supposed to pray without ceasing. And what without ceasing means constantly reoccurring. So even if the thing comes back up, even if the thing manifests again, even if the thing comes back up, guess what? Then get your butt in position and begin to pray and declare over that thing again. Some stuff only attaches back to you because you've allowed the space for it to come back in. You won't fill it up with the word. You won't fill it up with the word. Some of y'all even know how to be blessed. You're so ridden with guilt and shame and condemnation. When Romans 8 1 has already told us there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus, you can't even see, receive the freedom to walk into the fullness of your blessing, right? Because you still at the place of the altar and the Lord is like, I've made the exchange. I've lifted the burden. I'm moving the situation. I'm doing what I need. I just need you to go produce and walk in your purpose. I just need you to go produce and walk in your purpose. I just need you to go do absolutely everything you're supposed to do. My God, we are out of time. That was a word. That's why you just got to let the Holy Spirit do what he's supposed to do. My God, that was a word for somebody. Y'all need to go back, watch this, get the scriptures, release the people that you've been holding hostage and allow the Holy Spirit to do what he's supposed to do for you. And don't be carrying these burdens. Leave them at the altar. God has something for you and it's going to occur for you in the exchange it's going to exchange at the altar the minute you go to the altar you pray and you release this thing you're going to start experiencing something like never before you're going to start experiencing something like never before you got to get yourself in a position to be able to receive from him and walk in your blessed state let me decree over you so y'all can have the best weekend ever i decree from this moment forward that i see myself the way god sees me i'm highly favored of the lord i'm crowned with glory and honor i'm the righteousness of god in Christ Jesus. I'm reigning as a king in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Now in Jesus name, I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment and supernatural increase. I'm restored. I have petitions granted, laws, policies, and rules changed, and battles won, which I do not have to fight. 
Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor of God is on my life. In Jesus' name. Every morning when I arise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me. Let it surround me as a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. The doors are not open for me that men have said are not possible to open. No obstacle can stop me and no hindrance can delay me in Jesus' name. I'm honored by my Father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I'm special to him. I'm the object of his affection and I'm the apple of his eye. I'm blessed and highly favored. My God, I'm blessed and highly favored in Jesus name. Amen. I'll see y'all back Monday morning, 5 a.m. Love, peace and blessing. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.